Yeah, yeah, you're an atheist, right? Right, that's what I thought. Um, <laughs> this is starting great. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I've got a, I've got a funny one for you. Ready? Sure. All right. It's never worth getting into an argument about creationists versus evolution. You're just comparing apples and origins. <laughs> Got him. Wow. I know. I'm sorry. That triggered you. That... I'm sorry. Wait. Why, why do I have to be an atheist in this? It's a... It has nothing about to do how... with me. <laughs> and there we go, people. We got them all fired up. You've got the dummies, Ben and JJ, coming at you with wisdom from the Bible and beyond. This is Dummies with Wisdom. So today's question, we were talking about uh, can a Christian uh, believe in evolution? And so I think the uh, we'll get we'll kind of get into the deep weeds of it. But at least lately, at least for me growing up, I found out a lot more about, I think, just other Christians who kind of, at least for me, had some pretty solid arguments for creationism, potentially having some like holes in logic or just like the possibility is there that you know maybe there is stuff that evolution could talk about at least the conversation was there and then we went to what we like to uh, call on this show that certain type of school um and <laughs> most when you got into this topic it was pretty much uh you believe in creationism or you're wrong slash the question is are you really even a believer <laughs> So was this was this question given to us by anyone? Uh, no, we stole it from a uh, someone who submitted it to something else. <laughs> oh, nice. We like that. That's how. Yeah, we didn't get enough emails that week. I guess uh, compound questions. But... It, was, it was to my church. They did a they did a sermon series where it was people submitted questions, and so I just went through and took some of them. Nice. I like it. But so um, it, kind, so yeah, it was kind posing, of submitted. It's kind of submitted. But yeah. So pose the question. Can. Uh, can a Christian believe in evolution? Yeah, this is this is um, this is a different question than should a Christian be- believe in evolution. Let's just point that out because mm-hmm. um, I, I think we would both agree that should a Christian. Okay, we're talking macroevolution, not like the evolution of a wolf to a dog or something like domesticated right. dog, or you know the the little like small changes that can happen within um, animals. Yeah. Um, cause, cause that, that does happen at least to some extent. Um, we're not talking about that. We're talking like, you know, one cell amoeba to human. Should Christians believe it? No, I don't think there's anything in the Bible that should make us believe that in any sort. Now there's, I, I think, I think there's good debates about like, uh, young earth versus old earth mm-hmm. versus, you know, that kind of stuff. But when we're talking about evolution itself, uh, can a Christian believe in evolution only if you're talking about God centered, like God directed evolution? Uh, Tim Keller is a theistic evolutionist and I, which blows my mind because I, I love Tim Keller on so many things. And this thing, I'm just like, I, I, I don't, how, <laughs> mm, yeah. um, 
if if you think if you think that like God just set the world in motion and then evolution happened like by chance or whatever, like that's that's essentially deism, where right. God does not work throughout the world at all. So if if you believe that that God worked through evolution, um, to to bring about creation, um, I, I don't I don't think it's a good belief to have. I don't think I, there's a lot of problems with it as as we'll go into, um. But does does that in itself mean that someone can't be a Christian? No, because there's there's people who have um, who have thought this through and are it, where does it come from? I guess that's my question right. yep. is, are you are you reading the Bible and that's where it comes from somehow or something? Or do you look at science and then you look at the Bible and say, OK, how can I bring these together? Right. And I think yeah. that's that's where because because there are there are good arguments for that when we're talking about like young earth versus old earth kind of stuff like uh, that that's a topic for another day but there are biblical reasons to think that it's old earth and not young earth and not literal twenty four hour days and there's some yeah. there's some good books out there um about like John Lennox is is old earth and has a great book on why from the Bible he believes old earth but when you're talking about evolution i i have a hard time i haven't studied it a lot um I, a, a little bit and i haven't really seen how you can look at the biblical story of creation and say the entire evolutionary mm-hmm. darwinian evolution is what brought about adam and eve i think the biggest thing too is um we have like the common perception I, yeah not argument but like perception against christians that were just against science like evolution in the like the whole sphere of science science i mean it's a bit obviously a big part but a lot of evolution is just to, simply talking about you know what's the origins of earth you know how did we get here and then yeah. kind of like what does that look like going forward um i think in a lot of ways science like is a huge advantage to have for scripture just Absolutely. in general you know and i think by no means are christians against science absolutely not um but what if makes, they are they're wrong <laughs> honestly yeah yeah um but I think what makes evolution like automatic, like it shouldn't even be a thought that like red flags everywhere. That basically the entire premise of evolution is to disprove the origins that Christianity is putting forth. Like Darwin has multiple quotes of saying, like basically putting himself against Christianity for yeah. the sake of proving it wrong. You know, like that was his life's goal. <laughs> like in all honesty, right? Um, and so that automatic, like, for one thing, especially if you're talking in the science sphere, that's, like, my first question is, like, the the, the biasy base that you're going into your argument with when you're trying to, like, prove evolution right is automatically flawed just by your own logic. You know, you go into when yeah. you're trying to prove something right, you're trying to eliminate all sense of bias no matter what. Automatically you're going in with you're eliminating half of, you know, the options. By just doing what you're doing so that's like the first thing of automatically where it's like okay how can you how can you believe in christianity and evolution when evolution is in di- direct competition with what scripture's saying yeah. um obviously do your own research like i mean hey you got you got to figure it out for yourself don't just take you know our goons word for it or your pastor's word for it or a creationist's you know word for it like do your research figure out what what is true and i like me and you we have found that the bible has stuck true um i think on, on that topic there that um, i'm not a, i'm not a ken ham fan at all i mm-hmm. I, I 
more the opposite but on on the topic of like disproving evolution from a scientific standpoint not just from because mm-hmm. that's the problem with a lot of christianity with regarding yeah. science that we don't mm-hmm. understand how to like disprove some aspects of science and so our right. answer is just like no which is right. not a not a good answer even it's not like like i, I it, it's good to not believe something that's scientific because of what the Bible says, but we have to be able to have that discussion. And Ken Ham actually does have a lot of good stuff on why scientifically there are a lot of holes with, um, with evolution. And obviously yeah. he's, he very much pushes like young earth. I, I'm not all about him, but on just about evolution, he has a lot mm-hmm. of good stuff. I mean, that's the whole basis of the creation museum. Yeah. But then even to like pile on that, there are like evolutionary processes that have been proven like within like a short amount of time or within like a certain segment of like a experiment or whatever you want to call it. I'm not a super sciencey person, so I'm not good with those words, but like (laughs) you can't completely say that all of the evolutionary process is like unfounded because there's obviously, there's a reason why it's gained steam that there are, there is like, there is truth even though it's built upon something that, in my opinion, is a majoritively farce. Yeah. If that makes Let, sense. Yeah. Let's look at some theological aspects on why I think that this is uh, yeah. not a good theory to believe in. Um, regardless of how, how you interpret the creation story, um, God creates man, creates woman, you've got Adam and Eve. If we're talking about theistic evolution, where what what is Adam and Eve? Are Adam and Eve mm-hmm. the actual first, like, homo sapiens, and everyone up to that is, like, Neanderthal, and there's, like, suddenly, like, enough evolution that now you have humanity? Um, if that's the case, uh, evolution is based on, like, survival of the fittest, so you yeah. have to have death before Adam and Eve, which mm. is an issue, because you have to have, like, the cause of death is sin, so there's a disconnect there. Um, if Adam and Eve are just a, like, representative, like, it's not a literal Adam and a literal Eve. First off, um, biblical references to Adam and Eve make them be literal two people that caused sin. Um, but if they're just representatives, then then we have to call into question the doctrine of original sin, of total depravity. Um, you know, if if Adam and Eve are two people out of the ten thousand people on Earth, there's a lot of question there. And again, going back to um, you know death. If death is a direct result of sin, then then how like how does the evolutionary process work within that? And to to get there, like I I think you can again like I th- yeah. I really respect Tim Keller. Tim Keller is saved. Um, I think he's wrong on this point. And but to to do so, you have to make a lot of um of of theological interpretations that I think are a stretch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if what you believe causes you to have to jump through all these hoops theologically to make it work, it's probably the wrong answer. Not necessarily, but it mm-hmm. probably, if, if you have to like jump through all these hoops and, um, you know, kind of twist everything around to make it all work, then I would, I would really doubt that you have the, uh, the right belief system there. I think the biggest thing too is like, so you have... I mean, you can look, look all this stuff up, you know, for yourself. I'm, I've never been a huge, like, science person or, like, mathematical person. So a lot of this is, like, I'm honestly, I've had to, like, rely on, like, like, honestly, like, conversations with us and, like, conversations with other people who actually do enjoy, you know, 
really diving into this stuff yeah to kind of get you know my info and so like then through that you know i've looked some stuff up which is pretty cool but like at least with what i've found um like yeah there are there are flaws within like the evolutionary theory and you can go back and forth but i think for what's 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 tough about trying to disprove evolution from the get-go kind of goes back to my point about evolution is trying to disprove creation is that you've already got a bias so the whole point in my opinion once you realize where you land and you find what you know once you find what the truth is um at that point then where's the next logical place to go you're going to go talk to people about it right yeah and so if you're going to go into this bias of like i'm going to disprove evolution i think you're already in the wrong as a believer to begin with um that's where even to pose the you know the question from the start where i think you really can become be a believer and believe in evolution like you're talking about like tim keller like obviously someone like him yeah like he's one of the big time saints of our you know time um and we're not gonna see eye to eye on a lot of the origins of the earth type stuff yeah um but i think there are there are very explicit like passages in scripture that say how the world was made specifically um or just like the beginnings of what you would expect to happen you know not necessarily a timeline but like what you expect to happen from creation to you know mark and x in the old testament for example evolution doesn't follow those things you know so even something as simple as that it's like i'm not telling you to like make your mind up one way or another i'm just saying scripture says one thing and that simple timeline of what we should expect to see and there's some there's some pretty solid articles i'd have to look them up to figure out who wrote them but pretty solid articles on just like that idea of um like the biblical timeline whether it's millions of years thousands of years and the evolutionary timeline and even that just in itself doesn't match up so you have to make a decision you know so i think that's my point is like you can't whittle waddle in the middle on a lot of stuff yeah there's the majority of evolution is going to contradict scripture um and that's where you're gonna you're gonna have to fight your own battle to and do your own research to figure out where you land on that sort of thing right and there's a like you said earlier, like we as Christians uh, should embrace science because a science is a study of the natural world and it's a study yeah. of God's creation. Absolutely. No, because it's it's from man. There's flaws in it. There's there's things that are wrong. Um, just just uh, today we're recording this on August twenty second. I think it was just today. I saw an, an article came out with the uh, the new James Webb telescope. Uh, just discovered a bunch of stuff that disproves the, the entire Big Bang theory, and it's mm-hmm. freaking some scientists out because they have no idea where to go from here. Um, so it, it it does it does fail. Science does fail, and we shouldn't equate science to anything biblical because there's always um, that potential that what we're what we're studying is wrong, or we're studying it wrong, or interpreting it wrong, or whatever. Yeah. So if like if I get what you're, you're like trying to get across, I think this almost goes into like a bigger like idea of just like. Like, culturally, what should we expect? Um, if we go into science, we should honestly, like, I think this is where, like, the framework of Christianity kind of goes, and then we blow it up, and this is where we get a bad rap for our hate, you know, hatefulness of science. Yeah. But we, like, I think what you're, like, again, like, what you're starting to lead into is, like, science is should be an extension of Scripture, right? And what, like, obviously what culture has done and what our world has done is it's twisted it and... Now it's used as, or the majority of it, it's used in, in a way that's going to contradict scripture in some way. Like like everything. You take yeah. any part of culture, you take media, you take sport, 
you take you can take any aspect music whatever mathematics all of it and you can pinpoint you can look it up start looking stuff up on how it contradicts what scripture is doing what we need to do is like not hide like shy away from that hide away from that which is where so like where this is where i actually deviate from ken ham a lot because i think he so is like like militaristic in his like approach yeah. to it where it's like we need to dive into those spheres like we don't want to just be count like we don't want to make like a science and then like not to be confused with christian science but like a christian science you know we don't want to separate those we want to be like in with each other actually figuring this out you know right. we want to be in culture not of it in it we want to be working in the media spaces in the business spaces in the science air arenas to not only better understand what is actually going on and to find truth but to be that light in those arenas and i think that's like that's my biggest pet peeve with this specific one is like this specific topic is that we are so divided down the middle and we as christians have done a lot of that because in, in yeah. defense we have been like our viewpoints have been attacked for so long the natural reaction is to put up our defenses and fight you know yeah. which isn't in of itself necessarily bad like you put your defenses up and sometimes it, there does need to be aggression when truth is being attacked. But at the same time, like, there's a, there's a reason why the Lord teaches us patience and grace and tactfulness and asks us to be in the culture and to, like, you know, ingrain ourselves in that arena. Yeah. I think I think you pointed out a good point there about um, fighting and defending. Because um, Ken Ham comes at... Um, anything about creation and evolution and young earth versus old earth with a, I have a presupposition that I am mm. right in my views. And right. again, I think he is with evolution. I don't know. I still don't know exactly where I stand with the whole young earth versus old earth thing. Right. Um, as if you take evolution out of that and just say, is the earth young or old? Um, mm -hmm. But it comes in with a presupposition of um, here's what I believe I'm right. And so I'm going to defend my view against yeah. science an old earth is not anti-biblical and i think we need to engage science in a way of like you said i think he's being he like he gets really defensive about everything mm -hmm. i think we need to go all, like on the offensive and say when something comes up like the theory of evolution okay that that seems to fly in the face of of biblical truths so why how like how how is it wrong not just why is it wrong in the sense of like because i don't believe it but like, let's look at it from a scientific point of view, and that's not for all of us to do. Like, we're, like you were saying, you're not into this at all. So, that's uh, that's not God's calling on your life. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Refer to our last podcast for uh, for that one. Um, but that's uh, you. You can start with the presupposition of okay, this is against the Bible, so it's wrong. But why is it wrong? Now, you, mm -hmm. you, we can't we can't just look at this kind of stuff and go eh, no. We have yeah. to look at it and say like, if if God's word is true and this is false, then there is something within God's creation that's going to show us that this is false. Yeah, and when, exactly. you when you look at the actual, again, like go to the Creation Museum. When you look at mm. um, all the, quote, like grounding for um, for evolution, like even Darwin's mm. finches aren't what we were taught they are. Like even that is f very much flawed. And right. and I, I think if, if, we, if we start just throwing out science because it, it is coming against us, then we're, we're missing the point of science and and furthermore science today is a very secularized field of study there's a lot yep. of christians in science but science like when you just think of like as a whole science it's right. it's very um secular it's very it's very anti-christian in the west mm -hmm. so 
if science is really pushing a theory, odds are it's not going to be backing Christian theology. You know, I mean, like there, there's going to be some stuff that that like will just because the world does it's work in a certain was, way. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The, sci- the scientific field is never going to push that God created the world. It's just not going to happen. And so if they're if they're pushing a theory that's you know this encompassing this big. Mm-hmm. We we ought to approach. I mean, we should approach it with skepticism, just because we should, as people, always approach everything with some bit of skepticism. But we should definitely approach it with skepticism on looking at it as compared to the Bible. And if you know, if science and the Bible line up, it's great. Like science has a lot of truth mm-hmm. in it. But when they stand opposed, we can't. Um, we have to take the side of what the Bible says, and then. From there, look at why why the science is wrong, how the science is wrong, and not just re- reject it on a well. The Bible says so because right. that not not only is that not a strong position to hold, but that's going to be very hard for us to ever evangelize if we just reject what the world considers true on the basis of the Bible says this. Right. Um, you see some like just like an example or two that you see fitting in with Christianity with the evolutionary side. We talked about we we're gonna talk about that a little bit, but like straightforwardly, no. I mean, if you're saying that, like, I mean, God is sovereign and God created the world, and mm-hmm. so He can create the world however He wants. It it could have been six twenty four hour days. It could have been six million years. Yeah, He can do it however He wants. Like He. He could have used the Big Bang because when God said, right. let there be light, do you think it was like turning on a light switch or do you think it was like an atomic bomb of light? Right. So, I mean, like he can he can do whatever he wants. He is sovereign. He he could use evolution. Mm-hmm. But there's not much evidence for it. Right. Contrary to what public school teaches, mm. there, there's not a lot. There's there's arguably more evidence for creationism than there is for evolution. When mm-hmm. you look at it objectively, right? Because there's there's just a lot of stuff that cannot be answered using evolution. I I I see nothing in the Bible that mm-hmm. makes me think that. Yeah. And to like there if if you if you read a bunch of commentaries and a bunch of books, there's a bunch of people that will say it has to be young Earth, it has to be mm-hmm. like a six thousand year old Earth, and there's a lot of people like that when the when you dive into the 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 eastern culture the ancient the ancient near east and you know that in which moses lived and wrote genesis and the israelites had it there's definitely ways to understand it without even looking at the science of whether earth is young or old that there are that there are interpretations that would say that it's it's more allegorical more of a uh, Mm -hmm. um it's not meant to be taken literally yeah and i think there's there's valid stuff to there's valid backing to both options there but i don't i don't see anything in the bible that would no matter really how you interpret it points to evolution without you starting there so i mean like maybe you've got something in mind to answer that question but i i don't really have anything to say that it would really back up in the bible right i mean i fall i fall along with what you're saying too like um i mean i just got like i think i got Kind of like a follow-on thought on the back end of it, but like literally the same stuff, like Big Bang Theory. I honestly, I'm, I sit here and I'm like, it could, yeah, like it definitely could have like, like physically happened in that sort of way, you know? 
yeah. where my problem is. Whereas if you're going to believe in evolution, you got to believe that that came from, you know, whatever matter and stuff happening to clash and combine or whatever. And all of a sudden you, everything exploded. Um, whereas a, you know, believer, I believe that God made those things clash and come together in a certain way and everything, you know, you want to call it exploded or light switch came on or however it was, we had life. Um, yeah. You know, there are evolutionary processes that, like, absolutely, like, they can happen. You know, we've seen that with certain, like, animals where they, you know, if you want to call it evolve or adapt or whatever it is in certain environments, you know, as, you know, you know, thousands of years go by, you know, you, they, there's an adaptation to their environment and, and st- yeah. different stuff. I'm sure we as humans, like, there's a lot of stuff on us as human humans, like, adapting slash evolving you know throughout you know our own human history of time that we know of um so there's like there's little pieces of things that i'm like okay yeah i could i could get on board with that if you can fit that into you know scripture um my biggest and back kind of back to our original question of like all right can someone become a christian you know or be a believer and believe in evolution yeah um I think my biggest issue with it is like this. We've had this conversation a lot in these podcasts of what is core to like our belief. Yeah. There is an aspect of if you believe in evolution to a degree, like beyond the process, which I have a hard time believing that you believe in the process and not evolution as a whole, because it's hard to believe in evolution without believing it in its entirety. Um, That in of itself worries me. If you believe in the entirety of an evolutionary process because like what we said the the basis of it is anti biblical is right. anti jesus is anti god is anti god putting his stamp on not even putting a stamp on the world literally creating the world the majority of just simply thinking the evolutionary process i absolutely don't have a problem with that i don't think that really scratches what we're talking about when it comes to salvation i think someone of a creationist mindset an evolution, like a theistic evolutionary mindset, can absolutely come together, and we can do some amazing work for the kingdom together, in a in a right way with the with the hearts that we need to have, um, and still differ on you know how the origin of the earth goes. Because in yeah. real in reality, we were talking about this with our will and plan uh, podcast. You know what we're supposed to be doing on this earth ha- really doesn't have much to do with. The origins of the earth it absolutely tells us a lot about who god is it tells us a lot about how we believe it and there are definitely things that we take from that that are are that make us who we are but in the end in our application the way that we fight together that doesn't have in my opinion grounding on how we should move forward together as the church as a whole yeah yeah i agree with all that and kind of along that same train of thought you know this topic there are there are obviously people out there who have really thought it through like tim keller and have come to this conclusion but 95 percent of the people that that this is referring to are people that haven't like just don't really think it through like that's just what they were taught and they're like yeah evolution okay um i believe i believe the bible and they don't really think about the, yeah. well there's there's disconnects there they they think about yeah adam and eve they know the story they believe like uh, that they sinned and that Jesus died for our sins. And like, it's, it's part of like the sanctification process more, more or less yeah. where it's, they just a lot, most of the people that, that believe in evolution just haven't really thought it through, or maybe they're not sanctified uh, further far enough along on the sanctification process to, to, to like, let the, let the truth of the Bible override what society, what school has taught them. And so I, I think in that sense, it, it's absolutely like 
people are absolutely saved because a, a lot of times in the church we want people to be like instantly sanctified like if you're right. a christian yeah. you you must have this certain level of sanctification and i was just listening to matt chandler the other day and he was like dude for for the first like four years of being saved like i was a train wreck of a person and he's like mm-hmm. and then then like you know god really hit me with like sanctification and you know he's a pastor now today and a lot of people have that story and i think um, you know, even you and me have that story mm. to some extent where yeah. you know, even even to this day, I'm like half the time I feel like a train wreck of a person. And, it's, mm-hmm. you know, but then I look at where I was two years ago and it's like there's there's definite change there. And so mm. I think I think a lot of this is just a matter of of sanctification, um, not just of 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 soul, but of, of mind and of thought uh, and right. recognizing that some of the stuff we've been taught just isn't uh, isn't what is true. And mm. I think we need to be um, gracious to to these to people thinking in in ways like this, uh, unlike Ken Ham tends to. Not really making a joke there. Like honestly, I think he is mm-hmm. a very ungracious person uh, and stuff like this. And I think we need to come to those people uh, with love and 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 with wisdom and knowledge to to help sanctify mm-hmm. them in in these ways, and not just with evolution, but in, in any sort of logical thought that might be. Um, antithetical in some ways uh, to the Bible, yeah. but that doesn't mean that someone who believes it um, isn't saved. I would just caution people who may be listening to uh, rethink what you what you think about evolution. But yeah, no, that was that was good. Um, yeah, definitely hit us up if there's anything that you saw as a uh, potential red flags, yellow flags. I think this is an area that, at least for me, it's like I could definitely grow in. Um, as far as like the details and the actual nitty gritty outside of just kind of the base knowledge that I've got. Um, and that's especially why, like, that's almost like my rule of thumb. It's like when we talk about salvifical stuff, if I'm willing to like, I feel like I've got enough discernment to say that if I'm willing to like adjust my position on something, it's probably not like core to, you know, what I need to be believing as a believer. And, you know, I can, I could be willing to budge if you've got a solid argument and you can back it up with scripture and, you know, we can move forward on it. Like, absolutely. Exactly. We should always be, uh, our, 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 our train of thought should always be evolving. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Hey, in that way, maybe we are evolutionists. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, write us in questions, share us with your friends. Au revoir. Man, I'm even evolving in my speech. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Dummies with Wisdom. To give us comments, ask questions, or submit pictures of other dummies you find in the wild, email us at dummieswithwisdom at outlook.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dummieswithwisdom. 